The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Dave. Welcome to the Boston Podcast, the podcast where... We celebrate your city. Learn how to prosper in your city. Love your city a little bit more. The stories of your city told through the voices of your city. Have I said city enough? I'm just going to keep saying it. City, 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 city. And I need to thank right off the top our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service, the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com slash careers. The U.S. Postal Service delivered for the nation. By the way, I also want to thank our friends at Adori. That's A-D-O-R-I. Exciting new podcast platform. Go to the App Store. Download the Adori app, and your podcasts will come to life. Uh, I can tell you more about that, but maybe I'll tell you later. I want to introduce my guest. My guest is a real pain in the ass, but she's my dear friend, and she's my colleague, and she is the COO or something of this company, the Boston Podcast Network. Kerry Tabaski is here in studio with me. Thanks, Dave. Thank you for that You know, there, there are only... I know. So many people in your life, the the only so many people in life you can call a pain in the ass without them throwing something at you, and and you're one of them. I'm going to throw watermelon. (laughs) She's chomping on some watermelon. (laughs) So, uh, well, this is exciting. You get a peek inside how we do things here at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Carrie and I just sitting here working. We were like, let's do a podcast. What are we going to talk? What are we going <laughs> to talk about? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? There's so much we can talk. Yeah, about. there's so much we can talk about. And ch- Carrie's chomping on her uh, I- watermelon <laughs> and her dark only dark chocolate because that's healthier. It's eighty five percent. Eighty five percent what? Eighty one percent extra dark. It's an intensely complex dark chocolate. It's good for you. You know, white chocolate matters too. No, 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 no. Cho- Sorry. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> and actually, there's like an article that just came out um, about how dark. Eating dark chocolate and drinking lots of coffee can make you smarter. So I'm yeah. going to go with that. And then Plus it I keeps saw me that. awake. Yeah. And then like three weeks later, another study yeah. will come out that says it makes you dumb. And who can keep track? <laughs> but that we do actually have a topic today. We, Carrie and I have been kicking this around. So um, I talk all the time about my son, Adrian, my wonderful 20-year-old, beautiful son, Adrian, who has autism. And Carrie has a daughter with special needs, um, her beautiful, incredible daughter, Anna who has down syndrome and so you know we're special needs we're, we're in the in that club that that's uh, the old cliche the club that nobody wanted to be a part of and yet um you and i have had a zillion talks about it yeah. over the years and you know you stick together and you talk to special needs parents and you learn a few things and then you make fun of all the typical the parents of just typical kids who complain about, uh, oh, my son's mouth is always dirty, or, like, my son's such a pain, or my son... I remember I had a friend who said, who said my son keeps just jumping on me going, play with me, Daddy, play with me. And I was so close. <laughs> I was so close to saying, how would you like to have a son who never asked you to play with him ever? And um, It's hard, because yeah, you don't... Sorry about the mail notification. I well, y- you just don't want to... You don't want to come across as rude. and right. um, But you want to kind of 
call them on it because yeah. it people need perspective sometimes. I mean, I had somebody say, oh, my kid wants to get into everything. And Anna wasn't even crawling yet. And mm. she was like beyond the age that she should be crawling. And I'm like, at least yeah. they're moving around. I know. I um, know. And Anna didn't walk till she was almost two and a half. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she started walking, she started running. Well, that's cool. And I couldn't catch her. One day she ran into the men's locker room at the gym and I had to have somebody run after. Oh, you, you pulled that little trick. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. done that too. I had to go in after wait, her. Oh, Ad- no. Wait, Adrian. You seem to be going into the women's locker room. Let me follow she, you in there. Anna, you told me to, Dad. She, no. Her favorite thing was to just run away. Like, she... Well, it was like a dog. Like she yeah. wanted us to chase her. She loved being chased when she was younger. Did she ever run away? Like you lost and you lost track of her. Or? Um, when she ran into the men's locker room. Yeah. No, okay, but you know at least where um, she was. No, she never like ran out of the house. Although yeah. one day she decided that she wanted to go into the garage. I wasn't home. She um, went. John was showering, mm-hmm. or he was upstairs, and you know you think fine, they're fine, but the garage door was actually open, mm-hmm. and she decided to go outside mm-hmm. and into the and so she was in the garage, and somebody was a landscaper was coming over to give us an estimate, and fortunate, and he was early, mm-hmm. and fortunately he wasn't you know some guy who was kind of a creep or a jerk right. or whatever. He texted me and he's like. Um, Anna's outside in the yeah. garage. Yeah, so that was that's good because you never you never knew she you was lost. Yeah, no, I know. Right, she just likes to she wants to be independent. Well, which is great. Yes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of special needs parents. That's the, the ultimate fear is the kid's gonna just run away. And yeah, you, and you don't know what happened to him. Uh, Adrian did that when he was younger. Every now and again, he, he I remember him going out into the backyard in the woods, and I had to like frantically find him in the woods. And then there was another time where he kind of went down. He was at a playground, but he kind of walked down to a lake that we were scared at that. And then one time we were we were at a hotel in Israel, of all places, and we were talking about going down to the pool where we had been the previous day. And one day we realized Adrian was no, we were getting ready. He was already down. He had walked to the pool and he was in the pool. And <gasps> now he's a strong swimmer. But the we soon learned, and that freaked us out a little, but we soon learned that we just have to think a little about the every time he wandered off, he was doing something that he thought he should be doing. He was going to a place he had already been. He was going swimming. So but he, you said we were going swimming, mom and dad. So I'm just going to go. Right. But, you know, the typical kid would say, OK, I'm going down to the pool now. And he doesn't kind of know how to do that. Um, so, yeah, you have your moments. It's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. Anna actually um, a couple times when she was younger in school, she used to bolt out of the classroom. Hmm. And so um, I would get well. I would go to school to pick her up and every day. The teacher, you know, her special ed teacher would be like, can I talk to you for a minute? And then the finger, you know, mm. like motioning for me to come over. To, and I just, I, it got to the point where I just, I'm like, what now? Like, and then I would start crying. Um, but, you and know. What, what was it? Like either she bolted or she hid in the bathroom for two hours or mm. whatever it was. And um, she was, was in just, a special needs classroom she, or a typical she classroom? She was in a typical cl- yeah. typical classroom. She's now in a sub-separate program at middle school because she's at middle school. Mm. And um, but in elementary school, she was fully included. And and um, but, you know, they were and and her behavior, you know, improved over the t- over time but there were so many non-preferred things are harder for her and and so mm. she a lot of activities became very non-preferred so she didn't want to she hates writing handwriting she would write on her her ot's hand 
<laughs> They're like, today she drew on. At least she's writing. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, oh, at least she's writing. But, um, you know, she just, she if she didn't want to do something, she just took off. And I, mm. like, all of a sudden she's gone. And I don't blame her. Like, she just didn't <laughs> want yeah, to do something, you disappear. <laughs> you have these moments where you, you have to laugh a little bit because. You, you have to yeah, laugh. Because they, they and, 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 you know, your uh, daughter, my son, very different, very different diagnosis, but but certain themes in common, and that is that they sometimes the filter isn't there. They don't have, they're not hung up on you know p- being polite like the rest of us. They, they sometimes that just doesn't compute. Adrian no. used to say he used to be like surfing the web on in this office, that little office we had in the house, and I used to go in and check on him, and he would go, I go, how are you doing? He'd go good. I go, and I'd start talking, and he would say, leave and close the door. Leave and close the door. <laughs> Not just leave, but leave and close the door. And my brother-in-law said to me, you know, I wish I could say that to people yeah. sometimes. <laughs> like, well, if I had the balls, maybe I'd just say that to people. It's what I want to say. You know? Well, we'll, re- we'll go out, and we'll go to the store or whatever, and, and we'll run into people, and sometimes they don't remember their names. But Anna's always like, what's her name? What's her name? Does she right. have kids? What's her name? What's her name? I'm like, I don't know. And I would just say, okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, Anna's blowing your she cover. Yeah, every, yeah, that's but, like. Well, it, <laughs> go ahead. What? No, no, I was just gonna say. Um, you know, I think you were one of the first people I called. I'm totally oh, I getting remember, off topic. Yeah. I, you were oh, one of the first people okay. I called when Anna was born. That was eleven, like oh, eleven and a half years ago, when we were we got our this total shock um, of yeah. the diagnosis. And I, and I, you know, obviously we had just been working together, and and. Uh, you had talked to me about your, um, you know, challenges and, but just how amazing Adrian was. And as long mm-hmm. as he was happy and, but when Anna was born, I, I think like, I don't know that day or the next day I called you. I'm like, guess what? Yeah. In oh tears. yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, the, and you remember what I said though. Yeah. You said you're going to do amazing things. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> also, gonna... but didn't I also say something about, well now maybe I didn't say it. I don't know. Uh, oh my you, God! You totally should have said it. No, no, no. It would have changed everything. No, right. If I had just said this, uh, no. What I typically say, and what I think I said to you, is you're not going to know it for a while, but it gets better. It gets a lot better. Yeah. You know, it it and like I maybe that's what you were alluding to when I said you know Adrian brings us a lot of joy. Um, and I don't know if this happened to you or not because it's a painful run. It's a painful journey. You know. Um, and your experience is a polar op- opposite to mine and, and Adrian's mom because you knew right away. You knew at birth. Yeah. We didn't. We knew it with with autism. It's a slow burn. It's a slow, torturous burn. Figuring out that your kid has autism, you, it, it's not until you know at least six months you start to notice anything's different. Then it's, then you worry a little, and then you worry more, and then you keep worrying until finally you get that diagnosis. But um, at some point. I don't remember when it was. Maybe he was six or eight or something. I just, I just kind of, it hit me. Why am I worried about what he's going to become when I should be happy about what he is? And you know, and that's he's, really profound. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I but, love that quote. Well, I should have told you well, <laughs> way back when. But at some point, you hit that, and I think you've hit that. You can tell. You can certainly correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it truly is like that. And the typical parents say, oh, as long as he's happy, he brings you so much joy. He's so special. And it's like, fuck you. No, right. that, you, you, <laughs> don't, you don't get it. I'm sorry, but you don't. Now, it is true that the most thing that the, it's most important that they're happy. But what the typical parents don't understand is it's just it's just a completely different road that we have taken with our children. 
and and you know it was worth the journey they don't realize what the journey is like but once you get to a point where you're like yeah they they actually give us stuff that the typical kids don't give their parents it's different it's a lot yeah. different but it's 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 every bit as much love of that of that child in just a different way i'm probably not putting it well but, no i told yeah. i i totally get it i i think that you know, before Anna was born, we had no idea, as I said. And, and uh, when she was born, the, if the doctor had handled it differently, I think that we wouldn't be so traumatized from this, really? um, from this, you know, from her birth. Because she came out, she was early. She was only a couple of weeks early, but she was early and she was purple. And they went and they brought her over to kind of pink her up. And John went over to, to see her and he had this funny look in his face. And I was like, 10 fingers, 10 toes. Like, that's all I cared about, yeah. you know. Right. And he came over and he's like, something's not right. And then one of the first things they said is, did you have your testing done? Mm. And and I was like, uh, yeah. Like, I had four ultrasounds and nothing came out unusual. Um, right. And then... Uh, and then they brought down the pediatricians and then they, you know, they told us we think she has trisomy 21, which is which is Down syndrome. And and the doctor said, I'm so sorry and treated it like it was this horrible tragedy instead of saying, look, this isn't what you planned, but right. you're going to give her the best life possible. But I do want to digress for a second, because the crazy Go thing ahead. is and we talk about um, we talk on Monsterland about, you know, like all these things all these crazy things coincidences well, and the, the unexplained the unexplained right, is what that podcast yeah. is about yeah so like so anna was born on april 3rd mm-hmm. and um which was six days after my 36th birthday mm-hmm. at 606 p.m weighing six pounds six ounces and You're then saying she's the devil yes Sorry. <laughs> sometimes i feel that <laughs> no she's actually amazing yeah. and like her laugh is the best thing in the best sound in the world but um, and like we were in room 506, which is the time that Jordan was born. And then, you know, uh, my numbers, my chances of having a baby with Down syndrome, like way back when that I found out, you know, halfway through the pregnancy, were like one in 566, like all mm. these things. And trisomy 21 is three, two, one. Mm. Um, and three plus two plus one is six. So it was just like, what the fuck? Sorry, wow. can I swear on this podcast? Yes, you can. Um, but just all these uh, amazing things. And then, like, we were put in a room, um, you know, to, for when we were going to stay for a couple days into this room that uh, John turned on the TV, like, as soon as they brought us in there. And there was a commercial for this movie. Um, oh, my God. Now I forget what it's, what movie it was. It was with Dim, D- Dylan McDermott. Dermot Mulroney with... Um, one of those. I want to say The Handmaid's Tale, but it definitely no. wasn't. Right. But it was about a, a a doctor who gave up his his daughter was born with Down syndrome and he sent her away. And yeah, ah! <laughs> but it was this ad for this, and it was just like, oh my god. But even even when she was born, they didn't even know for sure that she had Down syndrome because things like separately they were like, oh, we're not sure, and then together they kind of added up. Anyway. But what do you make of all the? Numerology. I I don't know, but I Is feel like I have ESP anyway. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think we won the lottery. I I actually really do. Like a lot of, I know it's not easy. And one of the other things that you said to me, and that another friend said to me is it's okay to say that this sucks sometimes. Like oh, I did. You're say gonna that. have amazing things that. happen, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay to say it sucks. And and like a week after she was born, um, we went to see a geneticist who mapped out her entire life in in like the first week of her life. And, mm. and we, um, and I remember texting you on the way out and I was like, cause we are at children's and we are seeing all these other 
you know, kids with all these other issues. And I was like, yeah, okay, this, this, I'm putting things in perspective, but this still sucks. Like the geneticist said, okay, you have, she, she is, she's more likely to have leukemia. She's more likely to have Alzheimer's. She's this and this and this, but you know what? She, I, I know these two girls who have down syndrome and they're working and they're, you know, and I'm thinking, Oh, they work in an office or this and this. And she's like in one bags, groceries at stop and shop and one Mm. at target. And I was like, okay. And not that there's anything, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but it's, it's almost stereotypical to mm. like see, you know, to put them in that job, in that box, uh, in that, bo- uh, uh, that category. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not explaining myself. No, I, I, I get it. But it's like, let's just take, and then John and I decide, let's just take one day at a time. And, mm. and as she got older, we realized it's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon and whatever is right for Anna is going to be, you know, as long as she's happy, like right now in middle school, she's in a sub-separate program and she's happy. Like, I just want her to look yeah. forward to going to school every day. Right. And that, and days like that are great days. And like Adrian's had this run, he, you know, uh, as you know, Carrie, you know, he's been going to school residentially at this wonderful school, Cardinal Cushing in Hanover and in Hanover, Mass. And he, um, uh, had never really been away from home. Now, of course, he's got aides watching him around the clock, and so we weren't so worried about his safety, but we just wanted him to worry he would be happy. And it took a couple months of us kind of wondering if he was happy. We just weren't sure. He seemed to be a little bit more anxious than normal. Nothing terrible, but now he's just delighted. He, he um, you know, I'll have him on the weekends, and he'll have a great time, and then he'll say, tomorrow we're going to my house. And I'm like, my, and he sings that song, but is that... Florida. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my. my and he'll yeah. see, he plays yeah. it in the car. He says, Whose oh, house? Awesome. I say, It's Adrian's house, Mittenhouse, the name of his dorm. And uh, so, which is just amazing. But what something I want to jump back to something you said earlier. And like when, when the doctor said, I'm sorry, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, it, they might say it's semantics, but uh, sorry is not what he should be saying. What he should right. be saying is, uh, I need to tell you something that you probably didn't expect. And th- this this is going to be a much different road for you. And let me explain what I mean. And then just start telling you. Um, our mutual friend, Lauren Beckham Falcone, who's, <laughs> um, yeah, who's, um, whose daughter Lucy has Downs. Uh, and Lauren, if you don't know, radio personality on the She's eh, used to be the Lauren and Wally show. Now one of them left. Oh, I'm sorry, Lauren. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, look it up. You can look it up. Yeah, but, Lauren's awesome. But she, um, you know, almost from the beginning, her and her her husband, Big Deal Dave, as as she calls him, have uh, cel- celebrated her for exactly what she is, and never worried about what she isn't. And Dave wrote a column that appeared in the Boston Herald, which um, Lauren used to write for the Herald, but it was her husband, Dave, who wrote this great column for the Herald about uh, comparing his daughter to a blue lobster. So blue lobsters are this incredibly rare um, thing that a fisherman every once in a blue moon will see, uh, no pun intended, no double pun intended, that you will see a blue lobster. And the blue lobster is considered to be like a blessing and it's good luck or whatever it is. They, every once in a while, a lobster turns out blue. It's like a genetic thing, but there's nothing wrong with them. They're just blue. And so, he, you know, he said, you know, why should I um, call my daughter handicapped? Why should I yeah. call her deficient or disabled, disabled or, or anything like that? She is just different. And... Um, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I'm not doing it justice. It was a really poignant column. And so 
Yeah, don't say you're sorry. Don't and and people right. out there when people tell you, yeah, well, my son has autism. Don't oh, don't you know? Yeah, don't. We get the. Oh. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's changing a bit. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's things are changing, and in particular, I mean, <clears throat> you know, there like we say, there are gifts that they give us that typical kids don't. For, for just for my situation personally with autism, it's actually a fascinating thing to study because. You know, Adrian does have some savantish talents. Oh, what is the thing with the music, with the name yeah, in the you year? Gi- yeah, if you give him a year, any year, like 2000 to present and a letter of the alphabet, he'll tell you a hit song starting with that letter without missing a beat. And he didn't even study lists. He's just gathered all this information in his head. And so, um, and it's fascinating to think that, uh, you know, there is this new concept called neurodiversity where, you know, certain companies have teams where they employ people that just... It's called neurodiversity because they're wired differently. And so the, the recognition is that, that people with autism or on the spectrum or whatever the diagnosis is has a different way of seeing things that will become valuable. And if you, if you really expand your brains, you can think that, you know, kids like Adrian and Anna, they might, you know, they might be onto something that we're, right. <laughs> that we're not. An and, and, and they have trouble communicating it. But, yeah, in some alternate universe, or maybe it's like 50 years from now, you know, they'll be taking care of us in a matter of speaking. Um, but... But um, so that that's cool stuff to think about. But did you did you look up what we were? Yeah, it's well, I know. Shout out to Lauren if we're going to do it right. It's the ROR Morning Show with Bob Bronson, LBF, and Brian. That's what it's called. Yes, I believe catchy. I know, but LBF, Um, you're awesome. But and and uh, Lauren's mom, Beverly Beckham, um, also writes uh, great. She's such a great advocate for um, Lucy and for all of us. She's written many pieces about Lucy. If you don't know, Google her. Google Beverly Beckham, formerly of the Herald and now of the Globe. Um, Carrie, if you don't mind, I need to uh, do a quick shout out to our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today. USPS.com slash careers for mayor. From mail carriers, Carrie, I never make it through the live read uh, <laughs> flawlessly. So we're you're not getting... perfect. That's we ain't perfect. perfect. From mail carriers to corporate management, the USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop and advance careers. So its development programs train and prepare employees for promotion and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is at the site USPS dot com slash careers and it's the policy of the postal service to provide equal employment opportunity and prevent employment discrimination the postal service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce maybe even a neurodiverse workforce uh, hire some people who need a little bit of help u.s postal service i bet they do in which employers respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration flexibility and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential. Apply today. USPS.com slash careers. United States Postal <laughs> Service. Deliver for the nation. I can talk wicked fast on Fridays. <laughs> um, I think that uh, what we've been talking, like, you, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more. We talk about movies and TV a lot. We do. Um, and we could go on, keep going, and we could do a whole other if episode. If you're lucky, I'll have you back on the show, Karen. I Really? Yeah. Oh my God! Can I actually get paid someday? <laughs> uh, hey, I no, pay you. you. You absolutely do. hundred yeah, percent. Um, but uh, you know, we talk about the like awareness and all this, and and there are so many more TV shows and movies out there um, that feature characters with disabilities, and I yes. think that because you know we want to see things that reflect all of us, and um, right. and so shows like Glee, which. Yep. 
my friend Lauren Potter, who I just adore, um, shows like Glee, and then I tell everybody that you, after Anna was diagnosed oh. and you were getting involved in the in the special needs community, you reached out to her. So she she's yeah, the she's, was the adorable girl who was on the TV show Glee. What was her character yeah. like? She, Becky she, Jackson. Which, she was Sue Sylvester's sidekick. Uh, that's the uh, uh, what uh, Kathy Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch's uh, yes. I don't know why I say Kathy. Jane yeah. Lynch's uh, yes sidekick. You got it. Okay. Yeah. So um, so and then there's the and you got to know her. Just re- yeah, re- she, yeah, they're good friends. Like yeah. her, her. Well, that's a whole other story. That um, writing a TV show for her for Lauren with a character for Lauren as a lead, but more on that to come. Carrie's but, showing off. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to sell the TV show. So. Um, <laughs> But uh, then there's the Peanut Butter Falcon that just came out, and I, I haven't is. seen it. It stars Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to Google the actor's name. But um, it's everyone's I, – I have to see it, but everyone's saying – Well, what's you, it about? You, it's um, – oh, my God, you had to ask me. Um, well, okay, but it features a, a person with uh, – It Yeah, it needs. stars um, – Oh, this is a movie. Yeah, it's a movie – it had a short run in Framingham. Well, it had a short run in like some right, of the major I'm playing theaters. the trailer, so listen up. Please do. It got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. There's sheep in this world, and there are wolves in this world. And I know that you two boys are just two weary travelers who lost their way. So, we're going to clean you up right with a baptism. I'm more of a baptism by fire type. Okay. <laughs> And so we can see there's a, there's a character a with Down syndrome who we haven't heard from yet. But here we go. Yes, it is. You let a half-naked boy with Down syndrome who has no idea how to get along in this world just slip out from under your nose. So the kid runs away. Right. We are. Well, then you'll figure out where he's at and you'll bring him back. Are you following me? All right. Well, I think we get the yeah. premise. So, yeah. so basically, Sheila by the way, Bruce Shia Stern. Lee. Yeah. And um, what's her face? Melanie, her Gr- face? Melanie Griffith's kid from from uh, Dak- Dakota the sex, Johnson. The sex movie. Yeah. yeah there you go. The sex movie. <laughs> um, so yeah. So um, Zach Gottsigan, um, a young man with Down syndrome, is runs away from a residential nursing home to follow his dream of attending yeah. a professional wrestling wrestling school. And um, finds Shia LaBeouf, and and they kind of pair up, and they go on a, um, you know, an adventure. And but everyone's telling me how amazing that movie is. How come we haven't heard of it until now? I've been it hearing lo- about it for so oh, long. Okay, yeah. it looks like it came and out in ra- June. It's like it, an indie film, I guess. Yeah, yeah and okay. it got amazing reviews. So movies like this that have lead characters with. Yes. I hate the word disabilities, even though I do kind of use it. But um, it's Challenging. the more we get out there, the more we get it out there, the you know. The Absolutely. better off we are, um, yeah, for everybody. Yeah, I'm looking at the at the you know the trailer on YouTube, and the first comment by some random person was, "Is it me or did everyone just smile through that in- entire yeah. trailer?" So it it makes me very happy. It looks fantastic. I can't find out where it's playing, but I don't I know. know. Google it, people. Peanut butter falcon. Um, we'll have to go see it, Carrie, and then we'll come back yeah. and and deliver and our we'll, review. Yeah. Yeah. I I um. It makes me really happy. I mean, there's shows like Speechless um, that, you know, it, it, the other thing is featuring characters with a challenge, right. you know, exceptional count, ch- exceptional characters with challenges. That's what I'm going to say instead of disabilities um, that who are actually like like R.J. Mitty, who was in Breaking Bad, yeah. who actually do have 
He has cerebral palsy. He has cerebral palsy. Yeah. Um, Walt Jr. And, you know, Becky Jackson, who actually has Down syndrome. And, mm. you know, so these people who um, are playing characters that reflect um, what their own challenges are. So Yeah. And they're role models. I'm playing yeah. it simple. Right? Oh, and I know what I was going to say. Okay. When Anna was born, everyone's like, oh, did you see life? Did you ever? Because I never knew anybody with Down syndrome. And, mm. and they're like, did you see, you know, life goes on? Like, Chris Burke, who, yeah, had, yeah. who has Down syndrome, that was so. But now I feel like Becky, like Lauren, is this generation's version Chris of Burke. that. Yeah. yeah, I wish there was a, a modern day example of the for that for autism. the The yeah. gold standard is Dustin Hoffman and Rayman. He know. was he he was, and for those who haven't seen the movie, well, shame on you. But for those who don't realize what a compelling performance that is, I didn't know until after Adrian, you know, was diagnosed. And I started seeing some of the mannerisms and the way he, the kind of the things he gets hung up on. Everything in that movie is to a T. Dustin Hoffman deserved like a, a whole boat full of Oscars for that movie, in addition to the one that he actually got. So we got to go. You, we'll have to come back because, yeah. by the way, people just don't. I mean, in a nutshell, don't use the R word. Don't oh, think it's. Don't think. Don't. I know. Don't think it's okay to call. And I'm going to say it just to illustrate the the word is retarded. It used to have a use. In, in sort of the clinical world to distinguish that person is mentally retarded. That that phrase has been abandoned for good reason because retarded means less than something else, right? Yes. It means damaged. It means it means deficient. And so they've adopted. So this is not political correctness. This is this is adopting a word that better describes the way the person is without putting them down. And when you say it and you think you're being funny to call someone stupid and use that word, what you're saying is. Children like like my child and Carrie's child are stupid as well. It's, it's a precise comparison you're driving. So don't say I didn't mean anything by yeah. it. Right? Just don't use it. I think just don't education. Use it. Just no, I think yeah. it's about people just being educated because John and yeah. I used to use that word all the time. Before oh, me too. Was born. Me too. And thinking it's funny, especially with a Boston accent. I know. Especially, I, know. I was trying I, to find yeah. the SNL with um, Rachel Dretch and Jimmy Fallon because sure. I'm pretty sure they used that. Oh, they did. She said, I, and again, yeah. just for the purposes of yeah. quoting, she's like. What uh, it was the, they were always talking about no no ma no ma gasia para and I remember yeah. what are you retarded that's yeah. no ma gasia para which we thought was really oh I laughed hysterically yeah. at it yeah but not so funny no um it's just very very hurtful and I and like I have friends who still use it and and I call them on it I and, do too and I I, mean, I call your friends on it too yeah they suck no no I, I call hey. people on it too. So um, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, oh, I mean, I'll be like, do not use that word. And that shuts them up. So you go right at them. Immediately. And I had, I was in line at Dunkin' Donuts one day. I'll just say this really quick. And there was a guy behind me talking to this woman. They were in conversation. And he used that word. And I turned around and glared at him. <laughs> and he goes, and I would start shaking. Like, I have a, re- I get this visceral reaction whenever I hear that word. And it just it makes me want to cry it just it's so and i'm pretty tough but i just i wanted to punch him and i and i said um it's not funny he goes we're just joking i go it's not funny it doesn't matter that you were joking it it doesn't matter what you meant by it it it, it, it just doesn't matter and the 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 fact of the matter is it is when we hear it, it's hurtful to us. So, so just pick a different word. Yeah. It's not. I mean, well, I'm and sorry. also you, don't say I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. Oh, that was so dumb. I'm so I'm so stupid. Like, but well, the R word is worse. 
Well, it's much worse, isn't it? Yeah. It's just much yeah. more specific. I mean, but um, we could. Yeah. yeah, I say to people, I say, I say, first of all, you should take this as a compliment because I don't say this to everyone. I say this to people whose opinion I value. I, I don't want you to use that word anymore. Do me a favor. Don't use it anymore. And as soon as I say it, they they recoil and launch into this apology, of course. And it's like, all right, calm down. I just right. want you to and explain why. Right. And I'll explain why. And that and it's you know, it's not. Um, just a joke. It's not like I'm just joking. It's hurtful to us, and it's 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 putting down people that we care about, whether you realize it or not. Good way so, to say it. end of sermon, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, we did some good here today, Carrie. That's what we did. <laughs> I could talk about. I mean, and I can't forget about my other kids, but I could talk about Anna forever. What? Other, we have other kids? I, yes. Oh, shoot. I forgot. I know. I have another son as well. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Boston Podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, United States Postal Service, usps.com slash careers. Thanks to Adori, our podcast partner, our podcast platform. I didn't get into it too much, but if you download the Adori app, A-D-O-R-I, you will get a podcast experience like none of that. You'll see images. You'll see your podcast come to life. It's super cool. We're having a lot of fun with it over here. Thanks to our friends at Adori. And- Actually, Go and I'm going to interrupt you, Dave. Yeah. What if somebody wants to record a podcast on their own with us? <laughs> what do they do? I forgot to sell, sell, sell. Good oh, my God. Go to pod617.com. Pod617.com is how you get in touch <laughs> with us. You could be here at our Westwood Studios recording your own podcast. You could be the next big podcast star. <laughs> on behalf, Right? Sure. we got a galaxy of stars. Sure. We want to add you to it. On behalf of Kerry, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. You must be the other guy. Leave and close the door.